when you hear the word kingdom, what images come to mind? So for children, they might think of Disney's Magic Kingdom and the image of Cinderella's castle. Adults, we might think of our our favorite fantasy novel or movie. When I read fiction, I prefer the, the fantasy genre, the books about mythical kingdoms and kings and queens, princes and princesses, knights and sages and battles of good defeating evil. The word kingdom, for most of us, brings to mind a place that seems otherworldly, a mythical place, a a fictional place, or maybe we think of it as a historical place that existed eons ago but no longer exists today. As Christians, however, the kingdom of God is not mythical. We are supposed to be aware of the kingdom of God as a present reality in our midst, the kingdom in which we live and in which we participate. This is the central theme of the gospel. In fact, it's the central theme of the New Testament. And we hear it today at the beginning of the Gospel of Luke. We'll be reading from the Gospel of Luke this year. You know, in the Gospel of Mark, the first words that Jesus speak in his public ministry, he says, this is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. His primary proclamation, the kingdom of God is at hand. In this Gospel of Luke, the first words that Jesus speaks as he begins his public ministry in the synagogue, as we hear in the Gospel today, the words that he speaks describe what the kingdom of God will look like in his very person. He quotes from the prophet Isaiah, the Old Testament prophet. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free. So in in Mark, Jesus says this is the time of fulfillment. And now in Luke, after Jesus reads the word of the prophet Isaiah, he says, today this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. So what's St. Luke telling us? What are the Gospels telling us when we hear the Gospels Sunday after Sunday? What's the New Testament telling us? When we come to Mass every Sunday, we listen to the scripture readings, always one from the Old Testament, New Testament, and always a Gospel passage. What's the message? What's the main theme? The main theme of the Gospels, the entire New Testament, is that in Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God has arrived. In the very person of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the kingdom of God has come. That God, Israel's God, in the Old Testament, all of the prophecies have been fulfilled in Jesus, and that now, in Jesus Christ, God has truly become king. And in the life and the ministry of Jesus, we see what that kingdom looks like. 
And it's not what everybody thought it would look like. Remember, there were people of the time that rejected him as Messiah. Many people were expecting a military-type Messiah, a Messiah who would deliver them from Roman oppression. But Christ comes as a different kind of king to bring about a different kind of kingdom, a kingdom of justice, love, and peace. And what's more is that Jesus has entrusted the work of the kingdom to the church. He's entrusted the work of the kingdom to us. The kingdom of God exists within the church. And you and I who have been baptized, we have been inaugurated into the very kingdom that Christ came to inaugurate. We have been welcomed into that kingdom. Now, that does not mean that we, we disengage from the world as because we belong to the kingdom of God. It doesn't mean that we're separate from the world. On the contrary, we've been given a great task. As baptized Christians, we've been entrusted with a great task, and it's to continue to do what Jesus did, to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim freedom to captives, to help the blind recover their sight to let the oppressed go free. You see, the Gospels and the New Testament, again, and I know I always talk to you about reading Scripture. It's so important. But at least when we come to Mass, we're listening to it. But the Gospels and the New Testament are not just telling us that Jesus came to get us to go to heaven. Right? A lot of people think, what's the New Testament about? Well, Jesus came so that we could go to heaven. That's not the core message of the New Testament. The core message of the New Testament is not the very fact that Jesus came so that we could go to heaven. It's part of it. The core message of the New Testament is not, it's not some morality text that's saying, well, you just got to be nice to one another now. That's what God wants us to do. No. The message of the New Testament is that the heart of the message is that God has come back. He's fulfilled his promise. In the person of Jesus Christ, he's come and he has inaugurated the kingdom of God. It's here. God has become king in Jesus Christ. And we, as members of that kingdom now, we have to spread the kingdom. We have to show people that there's actually a new way of being human. Christ came to bring us new life. He showed us that way of life in his life and ministry. And in his resurrection, he brought about the new life that you and I are called to live. You think of what the Catholic Church has done since the very beginning. Think about what the Catholic Church has done throughout the centuries. Put the scandals aside. We know that they exist, unfortunately, in our time, and they've existed throughout history. But think of the kingdom work that the church has done throughout the centuries. The fact that modern-day hospital system began with the Catholic Church, the first to establish hospitals. You think of missionaries, priests, religious brothers and sisters who have gone to the very farthest parts of the world to proclaim the gospel. Think of religious men and women and priests and brothers and sisters who have, and lay people who have gone to the missions to work with the poorest of the poor, establishing orphanages, feeding the hungry, 
going into prisons to proclaim the gospel, to help those in spiritual darkness to see the light of Christ. Think of work like Catholic Relief Services that's in every part of the world, working with immigrants and refugees and poor people, people who have been affected by natural disasters. The church is doing kingdom work. It's been doing kingdom work since the beginning. It will continue to do kingdom work until the end. And you and I are called to participate in that. I think, for example, of recently our confirmation students. Next weekend, we'll be selling what they did. They packaged the ingredients for club soda bread. That will be used to, uh, to benefit the Sisters of Mary World Villages for children. The proceeds will help to support the orphanages that the sisters run. That's kingdom work. Our confirmation students participated in the work of the kingdom of God by doing that. A couple of weeks ago, I met with several people at the rectory. We talked about how we can begin sometime in the spring to provide a meal at least once a month, maybe more, for people in our community who, who need to be fed, who, who, are, who are food insecure. That's the work of the kingdom. It's kingdom work. We think of our unbound ministry here in the parish that we've started, praying with people who are feeling spiritually bound, spiritually in darkness, people who are struggling spiritually and they need to experience freedom in Christ. That's kingdom work, the work of the kingdom. Jesus said in the gospel, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, quoting Isaiah, but you and I, we can say the same thing. The spirit of the Lord is upon us. Because he has anointed us to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent us to proclaim liberty to the captives. He has sent us to bring recovery of sight to the blind. He has sent us to let the oppressed go free. So the question is, how are you and I spreading the kingdom in our lives? How are you and I proclaiming the kingdom of God in our lives? We are in the kingdom of God. It has come. It has not been brought to perfection yet. It will when Christ comes again. But the kingdom of God has come in Christ. And you and I are called to spread the kingdom. That's the main message of the New Testament, the main message of the gospel. In other words, we're not supposed to just keep our faith inside these walls, right? Our Catholic faith is not meant to be private. We're not meant to keep it to ourselves. Kingdom work begins, actually, when you walk out the door today. We bring the kingdom of God to each person we encounter by doing the works of the kingdom. And so let's pray that we can do that. Let's pray that the Lord will inspire us today to do the work of the kingdom that Jesus came to bring us.